And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. He's a musician, lumber mogul, and advocate for the fair treatment and anti-discrimination of Good Time Charlie's. It's Todd Cooper. Tone Zone is here to let you know that he wears Christmas sweaters on the outside because Christmas sweaters is how he feels on the inside. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with her good times never end. Allison Rosen, doing the way he gets her pants again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little gingerbread, old-fashioned donuts. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon! By Brett Kruskop. And yes, I am on Patreon. All sorts of great stuff over there. A plethora of Patreon bonus episodes. I call them the Friend Zone. Uh, Recently with Jenna Kim Jones, Renee Colvert, Daniel Owen and me. The kids, Daniel, me, and Tony. And by the way, that- Look at the tough guests. Yeah, I know. Well, but also all the other favorites. I'm just talking about the ones that were in the last month or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but that episode, the one that what that Tony titled Patreon Chaos, was, uh, <laughs> it's quite a runaway hit. People are loving it because Elliot- I mean, Owen also, but Elliot has the makings of a great guest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he really got, he zinged me a few times. It was, oh, it was yeah, really good. Right. Remember roast, his, yeah. yeah, his roast of yeah. me, shockingly. Um, and Owen made me laugh pretty hard at one point. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What, what are you going to be for Halloween? <laughs> a veterinarian. <laughs> a veterinarian. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon. Go for an annual subscription. You get two months Free. That's a good deal. Also, I need to tell everyone that Tropical Attire and Courage and Other Phrases That Scare Me has been re-released for the five-year anniversary. Five new essays, five new illustrations by Daniel. The book, each essay in the book is illustrated by Daniel. Uh, and uh, that is available. Go to my website. Click the thing that has a picture of the book. It'll take you to Amazon where you can buy the book and then let me know what you think. And I am going to do a signing and such. Um, okay. I would like to say hello to my guest, Todd Cooper. Hello. Hello. So nice to see you again. Thanks for having me again. It's so great to be here. I love that you are no longer doing therapy at the time that I do this show. That's right. That's why I come here. This yeah. is my therapy now. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how, what that means about you, how you're doing personally, but it works well for me. <laughs> I I feel I shouldn't be okay not going to therapy. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like something's wrong, but I feel I'm not upset lately. Like I feel okay, and so I let that be my guide. If I'm feeling a little overwhelmed or whatever, right. I go back, and I've been fine. So I'm like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. Take a little break. Yeah, Ooh. I get that. I feel that, you know I mean? that seems good. Yeah, if you. Yes. No reason to keep digging uh, if, if everything is feeling good. Right. And things are feeling good. Then don't worry. Is that right? Is that good advice? <laughs> I mean. No reason to get better. I don't. <laughs> You're perfect. <laughs> you can't. Why try to fix perfection? You're either fixed or you're a sociopath. That's. Oh, so one yes. God, I hope I'm a sociopath. <laughs> uh, let's address th- that. That. Uh, 
that uh, protocol is not the right word, but words are not coming to me, which means this is going to be an interesting show. <laughs> Let's address that after we say hello to everyone. Hello, Daniel. Welcome back. Oh, thank you. Good how's, to be back. How's it going? It's going great. Yeah. Okay. Was the insincerity dripping off of that? Why are you looking yes. at me like that? <laughs> yeah, because it it seemed artificial. But I like the this effort. Is my, this is my curse, I like, which is like uh, uh, whenever I'm sincere, no one ever believes it. This is why I don't deliver compliments <laughs> to anybody. <laughs> they just go, uh-huh. Okay. I'm like, I meant it. <laughs> Did you really mean it? Yeah, I'm doing great. How am I supposed to say it? Doing great. <laughs> I am doing great. This is sincere. Uh, I don't know, but I, I you... You've said before yes. that no one ever believes your compliments. Never. And now I and, and for the first time since finally, we've been together, I get finally it. get it. Yeah, because it did. It was like, yeah, welcome in. Sure, so sure. It might just be your voice going up. I don't know what to tell you. Yet. Try again. Hi, Daniel. I, I was trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to make it not go up. I'm doing great. <laughs> I am doing great. <laughs> there you go. I had gravitas. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, Tony. Hi. I have the same issue with compliments. Really? Right? Yeah. I find that hard to believe. I, I just feel like even if I genuinely mean it, yeah. like I could mean it more than anything, even as it's leaving my mouth, like, it feels insincere, right? even though it's not. Right. And then what do you do? I, I always feel like I have to go, but I mean, like I have to yeah. shore it up, which makes it seem even less <laughs> well, sincere. Like you look like, good. No, really? Yeah. It's like, oh, wait. I believed I you a second ago, but now I'm starting to wonder. And you're like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> but it happens to you as it's leaving your, like, you start second guessing it. You're like, like oh, you I'm, don't believe your own compliment. Yeah. Like, I'm questioning it before it even comes out. What are you questioning? Whether you feel that way or if they're going to believe you feel that way? Maybe questioning isn't the right way to put it. It's that I. Yeah, I just, I, I worry that. Yeah, I guess. How am I even? How do I say what I'm trying to say? I don't know, I mean, but I can't wait to find out. out. What if they see your weakness and take over, and they become oh. in charge? Is that and it? they start? They it's start your, your alpha this male show. thing. Oh, that's what it is. His obsession <laughs> with being an alpha. Yeah. That's, that's what, what it is. is. You yeah. give up the power. All when right. I think Secret alphas, set. I think Tony. Oh, we all do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I don't become a producer on a podcast <laughs> <laughs> just easily. He had to fight someone to the death for this position. Right. Yeah. Well, let's try this. Yeah. Pay me a compliment. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. It, <laughs> oh, I never would. Yeah. No, it, it's... Uh, or pay, um, pay Todd one. Or Daniel. Well, but he... You're putting me on the spot. Yeah, yeah, no, you don't listen. Jesus it's Christ, not, it's is like that do, hard? It's like do that I impression. Get it, I get it. No, it's just like... it. it I'm not even saying that... I don't even know either way if people don't believe me, mm. but you feel it's like, like not going I to. I don't believe myself, even though mm-hmm. I mean it. Is it? I insecure, know that doesn't make any sense, but that's what goes on in my. You're head. insecure about the delivery. I'm like, what if I'm you trying to just end it there? <laughs> <laughs> what if, like, what if I deliver this and it doesn't hit, and now I look bad, they look bad? Like, it's like fear of like. It's, not yeah. working. He may, yeah. it, when he delivers a compliment, he makes an ass out of you and me. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, where are you with compliments? Or do you have these afflictions? Uh, I'm good at giving compliments because I'm the, uh, a people pleaser to the nth. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm I'm very gifted with compliments, giving them. Uh, if they come my way, I can't have it. 
What do you do? Try to talk uh, them out of it? Uh, I just am like, I think of some, I like shift it somewhere else yeah, or dodge I'm, it. Yeah. I was saying, like, I, I'm terrible at taking them yeah, also. Yeah, but I think it. maybe that's part of me giving them. Like, is that yeah. how it makes me feel getting oh, them? Oh, interesting. Like, you feel bad. Like, I don't want to make this person feel like I feel. I guess so. I interesting. Think maybe that's part of it. But yeah, there's this also... is why I'm not doing therapy, because it works in here. It's just fine. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're doing, doing great. great. There's also that thing of you don't want the other person to feel pressured to have to give you a compliment right. in return, yes. um, yeah. which I found with Allison, not a, not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you can give her no, a compliment. No, I take them really well. Never, she just Do you? Yeah. It. Oh, yeah. I mean... There's never a volume Honestly, back, which is which takes. That's how you know that me I mean it. Giving them. Here's the thing, I've heard like my whole life. I always heard of this thing of like, usually in books I read. I think maybe in Sleep by High, like, oh, she's not good at taking compliments. And I was like, what does that look like? Because I am fine. I just say, oh, thank you so much. Like I'm, and it. I feel good. It makes me feel good. I'm easily flattered. You make it rewarding for the person delivering you a compliment to have given you one. I want to use positive reinforcement. Like, (laughs) I enjoyed that compliment. Thank you. Now, if I'm around someone else paying compliments to someone, like, if I'm witnessing someone pay a compliment to someone, oftentimes I'm like, that's just flattery. That's bullshit. Like, they're Ah, just trying to butter them up. But And then if I watch the other person being like, oh, thank you so much. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to barf. But for some reason, when they come my way, I just <laughs> believe what the person is saying. People are surprisingly uh, much Blind. better much better at taking compliments uh, than I give them credit for generally. Mm-hmm. I, have yeah, a, people- I have a friend who he he's really delivers like these over-the-top compliments to people all the time. And I was always like... Come on, man! And then he'll deliver one to me. It's like, yeah, that's that's obviously not bullshit. It's just totally, you know, it's weird. Like people love to hear those things, even yeah. if it isn't sincere. I don't know why I worry about it so much. Yeah, huh? You know, yeah. People like to hear good things about themselves. It turns out the yeah. only compliment that I like, I have such a compliment blind spot in terms of whatever nice thing someone tells me. I'm like, they believe it, and I think it might be true. Thank you. <laughs> um. The only one that I know is bullshit oftentimes will be like, hi, Allison, Um, like someone pitching me a guest for my show and the guest is someone who's like given a motivational speech on finance. And they're like, "Um, big fan of your show. I loved the episode with, and they'll mention their most recent one. And I feel like it really showed listeners a new way to think about that problem. Like, it's like, you have not listened to my show. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think highly of my show, but that I... Is like okay. This, well, we all know this is sell you yes. That's when I don't believe it. I I I remember though, like so you you have talked about being you know evangelical, right? Mm-hmm. So Formerly. in college there would be uh, people who would try to get you to go to things like mm-hmm. the to recruit you into the church, and so every now and then you'd be walking along and someone would sidle on up to you and. Um, and I was always, it was always like this weird thing of like, I remember in the library, I was sitting there and when, and the guy sat next to me and goes, you look like a pretty cool guy. <laughs> and it's just like, I want to believe that I look like a cool guy. I really do. I want to. But I know cool I don't. Fuck. <laughs> and also like, what do you want? Is there, are you having a party on Sunday, a barbecue? Like, I don't, just don't. Oh man, that's brutal. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened? What ended up happening? 
Oh, I don't remember. I probably was like, yeah. I did he got not. saved. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I, I did go to one once uh, just to see what it was all about. And it's like, you know, they're all nice. It's not like some creepy did thing. Did you know anything. you were going to a um? I think I had a friend that party? was like knew some people there. And so we went. It was just like a, it's like a dry party. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know. Ugh. Todd, did you yeah. uh, evangelize when you were in that life? I just remember going to this guy at a library one time. <laughs> <laughs> he looked very cool, and I let him know it. Um, <laughs> well, because that, that kind of thing, it's like almost the best possible out uh, thing is that he's just trying to witness me. Because the other options are like I'm being hit on or something, right. and you know, because you don't do that. Guys don't do that. I don't mm. know if you know this, honey. Guys don't just. What is a guy compliment? Like, what kind of compliment would a guy give a guy? Like, I can't imagine I that working. It's, it's such Ever. a strange... Yeah. Like, it's like, maybe a nod like this. <laughs> That's a guy compliment. <laughs> yeah, like, just an acknowledgement. You know why? Because if a stranger tells you you look like a cool person, the only way they could actually know that is if they've been observing you yeah. for a long time. I was wearing time. I was wearing a jean jacket with my hair slicked <laughs> Did you have a comb in your pocket? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pretty cool. It sounds pretty rad. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Just going that through the stacks. That was perfect hell yeah <laughs> exactly. This book fucking rules, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you were being like t- you were being I was just leading against the book like fuck this. Oh, really science? Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> you look pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Knowledge. You've been a cool guy for so long. I know. I know. That's where it started. <laughs> I like. I had to. I, the The worst part of Christianity. Um, well, that's 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 big to say. One of the worst parts of Christianity is the evangelism aspect of mm-hmm. it. It is. It's awkward. They talk about how awkward it is because it's awful. Um, and also, who is this working for? Like it, yeah. it's like cool the idea guys. that you're gonna, if you're a rad dude, it, like the idea that you're gonna walk up to somebody out of the blue, talk to them, and like that they don't already have some experience with that to where they're coming back to Christianity, like that you're gonna out of the blue reach out and like save somebody's quote unquote is. I, I think if you're like a lost soul, if you're lonely, it could work. You know, you're just looking for yes. community. It's like a bunch of friendly. I remember. Um, much later than that college experience, we were at a bar in Santa Monica, and this my friend, my friend uh, Ryan was like getting, he was like hitting on this girl, and she was like in him, and he was my ride, and so he was like, hey, uh, she and her friends, DTP, she invited us to like, (laughs) she invited us to this after party at their house and stuff, and like, I want to go, so basically, you're going, so. Uh, we went and it was this house and all these people and you're like, okay, you know, they're having fun. There's like trampoline in the backyard. And then at some point in the evening, like every conversation, like independently of start turned to like these experiences. I was at a club and then was I there like around. A, the witching hour or something? Where I don't know. It, it was like I, the guy I was talking to. He's like, I was at this club and you know, and there was a fight and I turned around and I saw an angel. And, and and there's this point where you go, we look at each other and we realize, oh, we're being recruited. This Ugh. is the whole thing. That, and we didn't see it. <laughs> yeah. and, oh, he, that was him for sure because he thought he was getting laid that night. And he wasn't. Um, so, but they did you, have a trampoline. 
And so, <laughs> yeah. so win overall. It was kind of, I was wondering. <laughs> it was kind of tempting. Yeah. I was wondering when you mentioned the trampoline, how this, so this is like a cool people party. Everyone's an adult, but there's a trampoline. Like, how does this work? How do we keep them around longer? But like, are a bunch of adults on the trampoline just... No getting... one was using. No one was using. Okay, the but it was there. I, I he it needed was, it. Did you it was... see that Tim Robinson sketch about uh-huh. him? At, have you seen that show? I, I I've seen some of it. Be, yeah, the, where it's the zip line and he's oh, yeah. at, like <laughs> he, he's only on the show. It's like a, he just line. wants to do it. It's like line. a dating show. It's a dating <laughs> show. <and they> keep, <laughs> That's hilarious. But like, yeah, that, yeah. that is, you're like, yeah, like let's talk about God. I'm gonna be over here in the trampoline for a minute. <laughs> Tell me more about that angel in one minute. <laughs> Hang on, just take my shoes off for a second. Let me get a flip, and then we'll talk angels. <laughs> so, Todd, but did you like? Was that? Is that a a big part of it? Is yeah. like recruiting people. I didn't do that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I would have no. been out on that. Like, it, like anything that overtly weird. I like. I was also like self conscious. Well, we didn't know if it. they were Christian per se. Yeah, could have been in culty. L.A. It can be a whole. That's right. Bunch of different things. Yeah, yeah but. We like it, it's it. My college, we had Campus Crusade for Christ. Oh yeah, we had Young Life, and we had uh, University yeah. Christian Fellowship. Yeah. And I worked Young Life, so I worked with high school students as a college student. So I like went to high schools and <laughs> recruited their kids. But it was like friends would like bring friends that they called it club, and friends would bring. I friends knew people and, who did Young Life, and that yeah. seemed pretty normal. I mean, it was just like teens yeah. having going to camp and. Being teens. It's what it was. Yeah, exactly. It was like a lot of fun and all the stuff. And then at the at the end, there's a little church talk. And people were like, it's so common in America. It's like part of being an American. It's I mean, like, it Jesus. sounds less intense than a timeshare presentation. It, it, uh, it's a, I mean, at camp, it got intense. Like it gets, I, I would say there are some nights, if you weren't interested in it at all, you would be like, oh, boy. Yeah. But like most, I feel like so many kids are like, all right, I'm going to get saved at this thing. And then. Have I told you, and do you know about the Inside Out Soul Festival? No. Okay. Uh, so this is a big Christian rock festival that was in the White, the Loon, no, the Loon, Loon Mountain. It's either the White Mountains or the Loon Mountain. I swear there was Where? like a Loon Mountain in New Hampshire. Um, but I also am thinking of the White Mountains, so I don't know. But anyway, uh, I, it was a story I wrote for Seventeen Magazine, so they sent me there um, is this where you saw K- Katy Perry? Yeah, I, I interviewed Katy Perry. Uh-huh. I think she was Katie. Hu- she was not. Yeah, she was Katie right, Hudson, yeah, that's right, that's right. though. Yeah, and then also like Skillet and uh, do you know Skillet? Oh, of course, Reliant Panheads. K. Yeah, Reliant K were there. Yeah, Super Super Tones were there. Probably. Yeah, I, <laughs> the I, I see Super Tones. Uh, yeah, I don't worry. I Mary, can Mary. Do you know Mary? remember Mary? Yeah. MXPX maybe. No, they were a little bigger. I think. <laughs> um, but Audio Adrenaline. I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I, yeah. I, these festivals, I, I was at all of these festivals. Yeah, I'm, okay. I probably. But you don't know IOSF Inside Out Soul Festival. Inside Out Soul. It was. It was like a regular music festival, except a lot of a lot of kids who were younger, like mm-hmm. church groups who came, and mm-hmm. then like where they were, you know, they were selling stuff, and then there's also a tent that's like pro life, right. <laughs> right? Yeah, you yeah. know, and know like a tent. lot of you know pictures of abortion products and like just gnarly stuff um, that's their version of the jim rose circuit side show right. <laughs> yes <laughs> totally fetuses and then Ugh. so it was like two or three days and then um there were like a lot of what would it be called with like a youth 
pat like a cool guy youth pastor with mm-hmm. a headset mic mm-hmm. leading a sermon. So mm-hmm. I guess church is what yeah. is you know church the next morning. So it was very pretty. Um, they did they did sermons in the morning. Yeah. Okay. We uh, every one of those things is a little different, but there's almost always a speaker. Mm-hmm. Like it, which is so bizarre. The idea that somebody I don't know. Yeah, that that's part of it. Yeah. And I remember Katy Perry Hudson, Katie Hudson, her boyfriend was in Reliant K. Yes. I remember that. Yeah. Who was that guy? Do you the, remember? Matt Thiessen. He's yes. the singer. Yeah. That's right. Um right. I tried I tried to try out for Reliant K. You did? Yeah. I I I toured with Switchfoot as a guitar tech. And so I knew all those kids because like we played all the same shows and stuff. So Mustard Seed was another one of them. Oh Was there a mustard seed band? Or mustard seed records put out something. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. I like I remember they lost their I think it was their bass player and I called Matt and I was like, Hey, are you looking for a guy? I could I could do it and What year was this? Oh boy, that would have been I I can't remember two thousand probably Two or three, maybe. Oh, this was like okay. I think two thousand four or two thousand five was when I went. So yep. I almost saw you. Oh my god, I could have been the could have been the baseball you, in Reliant K. I I tried. I didn't get in that. Uh, <laughs> I was supposed to try out for Audio Adrenaline at one point. I think, which was a big Christian band. I can't remember. Maybe, maybe they I were had there. phone calls with people, and it never transpired into auditions. Uh, I was trying so hard to get into a band. I really yeah. wanted to tour as a musician. And I, I actually got an offer from the Supertones to play <laughs> guitar. And I, I bought three songs on iTunes, learned them, and I was like, I cannot do this. What do they <laughs> sound like? I hate like? ska so much. Oh, yeah. They're a ska band. And I tried, and I was like, I can't play this. I do not like it. And yeah. I just know why. <laughs> you don't like suspenders. And, yeah, know. absolutely. And I, I know those guys. Like I still know a lot of those dudes. They're great people, but I did not want to do that music. You don't like any ska? No. None. Maybe like original like Jamaican ska maybe, but like, yeah, revival. Like, I guess the specials are fine. I don't know. I don't have a lot of bandwidth for it. Madness? Yeah, sure. Okay. I have- So so you just, you don't like third wave ska? Yeah. Like, say Ferris. That's right. Real Big Fish. There you go. Yeah. No no doubt. I'm out. (laughs) Tony, where are you with ska? I'm not a huge ska guy. I don't, I don't mind it here and there. Like- in a small dose, I'm fine with it. It just gets real old real quick to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but a little bit here and there is okay. Yeah, it's so, like too silly. Like it, like it gets to be where they all kind of are doing the same thing, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, and I, I like that. You know, they're all about fun. <laughs> I like that, but uh, yeah, <laughs> they are all about fun. They really are. That is the <laughs> thing about yeah. them. I'll wear a, a a teddy bear hat on stage all the time. Sure, <laughs> that's right. We'll throw tortillas at the audience. It's fun. <laughs> um, okay, let's talk about Todd's mo, which is if he feels good, he's not going to therapy. <laughs> but when things begin to get a little intense, then he'll go back. Look, I, obviously not a therapist, someone who's been in therapy for a while, though. I think it's fine to take breaks yeah. every now and again. I think that's fine. Yeah. I, I think there is something to be said for like going steadily as well. It's sort, of, But it kind of depends on what you had gone for. Yeah. Um, you know, I think like especially like cognitive behavior, again, not a therapist, Um. But sometimes you go because there's a specific thing coming up in your life that um, oftentimes like is leaking into other areas, but you kind of like deal with that. You feel better, take a break, and then maybe come back later. I mean, I've certainly had that thing where I'm like, oh, fuck, what am I going to talk about? And then oftentimes when I feel that way, I end up getting to good stuff. 
Mm-hmm. But I do the same thing. Yeah. I almost always like panic right, right. before. I'm like, <laughs> what am I even going to talk about today? And then, yeah, those are usually the ones that are better. You kind of have more breakthroughs. Yeah. 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 I feel like late, like in California, that's happened. But back when I was in New York, and I don't know why it was different. Like I certainly had some sessions where I was like, I don't, I don't know that I actually got to anything. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they would say you, that's still important, but I've had a lot of those. Really? Oh yeah. Like where I go in and I, and you do, you know, you just do the work. You just keep going because, Mm -hmm. you know, hopefully next week you find the thing. Right. And you know, it's all like I had a, I was in for like two or three years and I, Things were sort of leveling off. I, I I was still kind of missing some stuff. And then I went through sort of a crisis time. And that brought everything so full to the surface that it, my therapist could see yeah. really clearly what the stuff was. Yeah. And so we were able to really not knock it down in, in, in that way. It, it, those specific things. Um, so I dealt with some anger stuff and some all that, that stuff, which – tied into like ADHD and mm-hmm. faith stuff. Like it all kind of wrapped and like at the end of it, I was going like twice a week for a while just to get through it. And then, yeah, towards the end of that, it was really great. Like I had so much, I had so much come up that I just sort of had to deal with like the awareness of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, wow. Like, okay, I can see the, where this all came from, mm-hmm. um, which was so, it's so dumb that that matters. But that's all it like your brain is doing is dumb. it's just like in a, I, I find like at the base of the whole thing is like, why do I do this? Thing? Yes, that's and, a huge part of therapy is like, helping figure that out. Getting those answers like yeah. a lot, like it's enough to like soothe the thing. Yeah, totally. Oh, I do this because this got it. Right. Like <laughs> that's what my brain's been trying to figure out. Really? <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh, I'm so similar. Yeah. What was if. Uh, to the extent that you feel comfortable, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. what was the crisis? Well, uh, I had a, it's so weird. I had a, this person that worked, that I worked with who just was like kind of awful and like, I don't know. She just brought up all the stuff in me where I was like, I just shut down. Like I like kind of had like a panic attack and just mm-hmm. shut off. I couldn't like go to work. It was crazy. Um, and she, I and knew she worked for you or with you both. Uh, yeah, I, and, but like she did, turns out she had a lot of other stuff on her side that she, I didn't know. And like ended up meeting people who knew her mm-hmm. who were like, oh yeah, like there's a whole thing here. So I was like absorbing it all. Like what's wrong with me? Mm. Um, and then it, it, it just sort of boiled down. I, I just was going in every day to get through it, but it kind of boiled It like brought up this ADHD thing, mm-hmm. which I, my therapist was like, your ADHD is like this or that. And I'm like, my what? <laughs> <laughs> like just said it like, oh, sh- certainly you know about this. Yeah. Like when you were diagnosed as a child, you know, like I, I don't know. What you're, so that's how I that's got diagnosed was this like default. Like we assume this is the case. And, uh, but it turns out like all of my anxiety is built around like being an ADHD kid who's like failing at a thing over and over mm. being held to this standard that there's no way you can hit. So your experience is like, Oh, I'm never going to achieve. Right. So you're insecure. You feel like I can never do this. I'm going to fail. I'm going to fail. I'm going to fail. And so you're just always like, it's like people pleasing is like mm. me going like, I'm going to make sure that I'm charming enough when I fail you, that you're not mad at me about mm-hmm. it. So and stay I, in someone's good graces. So I was the best at it. <laughs> Um, I mean, you are quite charming. I do pretty well. (laughs) (laughs) It's all fear. Uh, I believed that compliment. Yeah, I meant it. That was really good. Thank you. No, I'm not bad at giving them. 
Yeah. And you took it. I did it. Well, because you gave it you to yourself. Guys, I did a bit. But I did a bit about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it, it, it was, um, it, it was also like my anger was like my being overwhelmed about these things and then it would come out as anger. So anytime mm-hmm. I'd get overwhelmed, rage, right? So, um, but it like, it boiled it down so clearly that it like gave me some peace uh, and I got medicated and all that mm-hmm. stuff, which you can't get ADHD medication anymore. Uh, yeah, what happened? Is there yeah, like what, a run what? on it? it? There was like a run. Everyone was getting diagnosed. Uh, mm-hmm. are you talking also, about like earlier this year? Yeah. Yeah. Which also like undermines it a little bit where yeah. you're like, everyone's getting diagnosed. You're like, well, maybe it's not a thing. Or maybe it's something else in society creating all these people with ADHD. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, it, it was such a, it's such a weird thing to navigate because it was so like literally last year, it was like all of a sudden everyone was getting diagnosed. I feel like mm-hmm. we're on the precipice of so much more understanding of stuff like that they there was something recently where they they've been making breakthroughs with understanding of the gut biome mm-hmm. and the relationship between mood and and your brain and how they're starting to realize that the the sort of microbiome in your gut isn't just like casually uh affecting your brain it's like one exists in concert with the other mm-hmm. that you're they can they they did a study where they took like you know uh poop from <laughs> i don't know let's tell you like from boy this guy's a scientist <laughs> and from from a depressed person or from and and poop from a depressed like whatever isn't that what it is like poop. They, they i don't took know what the, to tell you the 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 the, the gut the gut yeah. micro whatever the the, the, the bacteria and they they put it in like a mouse and the <laughs> mouse became mouse. depressed now maybe a mouse would be depressed if you'd be depressed if someone shoved someone else's poop <laughs> up your butt so maybe but there's like uh, there's like <laughs> and uh, this might not be the technical term they're like shit transplants right yes like, but like that's like fecal that. transplant but that's the, right. the more they, they're mapping they're starting they're 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 going after this the way they did with the with the genome uh-huh. to try to understand it, and I think they're going to come up with so much more understanding mm-hmm. of how these things like are a lot of it is like our diet and it's our <laughs> it sounds like woo woo, but actually um, they I think there's something real to it. It's funny I had been like Who so the hell is making that noise. <laughs> I've been so anti woo woo, but I'm just like so much more open to it. Like what my initial knee jerk after I left Christianity was like everything is there's nothing, everything there's just us and the hu- in the natural world, the end. And I'm getting more like <laughs> that I did mushrooms and I'm like, okay, maybe there's other things in the world. Yeah. Like I'm open to some stuff now. And it was your mushroom trip. Yeah, yeah. Have you done you- mushrooms? Daniel, yes. yes. I, I never them. have, but and I'm sure my listeners are like, We know, we know. Are you you want to do it. Um I have before because Anytime someone talks about them in a positive way, which is the only way people ever talk about them on my show, at least, I'm like, oh, that sounds interesting. I want to do that sometime. It's more lo- the logistics of like yeah, where hard. to be. I, ha- I I can't be near my kids because yeah. that'll freak me out. Absolutely. And them out. So, yeah. And you, like then you're like, well, who's watching them? The, Somebody exactly. that I can't be worried about. If yeah. yeah, I know. You know who I feel like would be like totally down for this? Your mom. Down for what? Watching the kids while I do mushrooms. <laughs> she probably would, but I wouldn't. I would say I wouldn't want you to be around. Oh no, I wouldn't want to. But I'm just saying, like, I feel like she, she's someone that we could like include in the plan. Like, okay, mom, you're gonna watch the kids this weekend. We're gonna go up to the mountains. <laughs> We're gonna go to the, you know. I'm just gonna sit in the car. 
You yeah. just gonna sit in the car. No, I'm just kidding. I know. You probably could. I mean, I, I feel like it doesn't really matter. People I'm, want to design some big activity, and that's great. Like, I, I always wanted to go to the LA Auto Show and do mushrooms or something. <laughs> that seems awful. <laughs> really? Well, it, it would be. I think it would be. Like, where there's, like, a lot of just things, tactile things yeah. and things to look at. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you could just be sitting in a park and have I, a good time. Everyone's, like, all about nature. Everyone with – I am, like, an inside guy. I don't know what's wrong with my brain, but, I like, I just want to be inside cozy. There, The last time I did it, there were people we didn't know nearby, mm-hmm. and it got in my head. Ooh, kind of messed me up. Could I just take a nap? <laughs> like no, you would want to. No, I don't mean sleep. <laughs> I just mean like lay in bed with a heat pad. You, what you want is a babysitter. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> you just want a nap. That's valid. I, yeah. the best, the best time I had on mushrooms was uh, we were in San Francisco and we were just walk. This is back when San Francisco was like a walkable city, mm. and we were at the science museum and ate a bunch of mushrooms and then walked around the city and then went to the Fillmore and saw a concert and it was fucking brilliant. Gomez? It was. It was Gomez. I, I knew that. Um, I don't know Gomez. Yeah, they're, they're good. They're really good. They're like a late 90s band. Uh, and uh, Like alt-country maybe? No, they were like alternative rock. Oh, okay. Yeah, right, really good. That. Check them out. Right on. Yeah, I, I highly recommend it. I, I've had... Um, have you done it yet? I haven't. I, I'm in the same boat as, as her, although I have easier. I don't have to worry about kids or anything, but yeah, uh, I I'll, want to because my, yeah, my the, depression stuff and all that stuff. It's, um, it's, I wouldn't put too much on it. Like, like your first time, just like take a little and, and like, you know, it, it, do whatever the experience is doing. Um, like I've, I've heard stories like people trying to go in with some intention the first time or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like, you're, it's such a mind shift. That it's like let maybe like get your head around what is happening and then mm. maybe later go in with like some intention or something, but like uh, like I, I, the thing it's doing um, is, is sort of uh, it's just like the the neuroplasticity stuff like where your brain is able to rethink like uh, have you did you read the book the uh, How to Change Your Mind book the mm. Michael Pollan book Mm-mm. I. I'm I'm not actually a nerd, really, typically, but like with mushrooms, I like listen to every podcast, read every book. Like I was very interested in it. Michael Pollan wrote this book called How to Change Your Mind about mushrooms, about psychedelics rather, and he kind of talks about like, um, like when we're making decisions, we're not making decisions based on like, okay, we're getting all this information and making decisions. Like we're, we're a lot of it is default. Um, we've made we've made our beliefs about this in the past. Mm-hmm. It's th- your structure of your understanding about something is built on like a, a layers of stuff you've built over the years, and then you make your decision or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the th- what it's doing is sort of wiping that away. So you're starting from scratch again uh, in that state, mm-hmm. like a dumb person. <laughs> you were dumb as fuck. When you were <laughs> Makes you dumb. I was sitting in a room and I was sitting in my house and I was looking up and I was like, God, this room is so cozy and small. And that it, I did not get up and move. And 10 minutes later, I was looking. I was like, wow, this room is like really open and big. Oh, wow. It, it like re – do you know what I'm talking about? You, uh, yeah. You, it doesn't look different, but it feels different. You're You're taking in the information and your mind is reset enough that you're going like – you're not going on the default of like my experience with this room is this. Mm-hmm. Rather, it's like taking it in for the first time again. Um, two things. One, I, I'm, if anybody out there knows how to get microdose mushrooms, let me know. Hit me up because <laughs> I'm like desperate to try doing that. Huh. I really want it. But um, 
I, I, I think that for me, what I always thought that it did was like it takes away a layer of your, uh, your, re- the part of your brain that like Freud would probably call like the the ego or superego. So it would be like the part of you that identifies everything as a relationship to you. Mm. So you so you look around, you don't realize how much everything you look at is looked at as either how, what it is how is that something i can use or how does that relate to me With or ego. yeah and then there's also this thing of like everything has a function so you see everything in terms of having a function and it kind of strips that away so that you're you're having a more direct relationship with the the world and it feels like you're seeing everything new because you don't realize how much there's this filter of of meaning and understanding between you and every single thing you look at. And suddenly it's just like everything's this direct thing and it makes you see it and think about it differently. See, I, I used to feel that when I smoked pot in college. I, I don't okay. know if that's everybody's experience. It's mine. So I don't right. know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't. As I'm talking, I'm like, I should not give anyone mushroom advice. Yeah. <laughs> Other people are like, I don't know. Trees were breathing. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's great too. I don't know. I would have what a little of, of what both of you are talking about when I smoked a lot of pot in college, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, except with a layer of paranoia because it would, paranoia is not quite the right word, but it, like I would have an impression like, oh my God, that's so something or other. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be like, do I always think that? And I've just forgotten that I always think that, or do I, am I having that thought anew and am I seeing it clearly or is it because I'm stoned? And I would, get stuck in these sort of mm-hmm. like swirling mm-hmm. right. it, like you know. is that really funny or am i just stoned? <laughs> right. yes right <laughs> always i don't know always yeah. i i literally i used to always make notes in my phone of if i thought something was hilarious i'm like i'm not going to post this or anything i just want to see the next day if i find this yeah thing. yeah <laughs> did it work yeah uh sometimes there was some funny stuff and sometimes it's like the fuck is that right. like, <laughs> that is great i i i feel like um like i grew up like so against drugs and afraid of drugs because mm-hmm. of jesus and uh like i feel like jesus would have been okay with drugs i feel like it's jesus was person. mostly drugs uh, now but he um, made wine i mean <laughs> this guy loves drugs <laughs> He so I, I like was so afraid of him that like when it was finally like oh it's okay to drink or whatever I remember getting drunk and being like this is it this is the fucking thing that everyone was so worried about <laughs> this bullshit this is nothing and then I was like gonna smoke weed and I was like okay here's the big one now br- my brain's really gonna get fucking on a ride and I smoked weed and I was like that's weed <laughs> that's yeah. the thing it just it's nothing it's fucking nothing my brain is doing the same and thing you're doing crack and it was like <laughs> i know are you seeking the thing that's something like when i did mushrooms i was like oh this is the thing i thought it was mm. this is the first time that i was like altered it, altered right. yeah like where my my understanding of everything was shifted yeah. the way that i would have expected drugs to be yeah and but not in a really destructive way no which is no no why i think i personally like it like I, lsd is a whole different thing and there's drugs just yeah obviously have their downside but mushrooms it felt to me like yeah that's good to have it's good yeah. for people to have that experience out of a different way of relating to the world yeah. at least once you know um I, I find like days after I'm still a little reset from it. 
Oh yeah, definitely. like it's pretty amazing. Like I like it. It's shifting you enough that like you're experiencing the world differently. But- it's drug talk. This is target demo. Your target demo. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how they feel. I'm we'll so find sorry. out. No, what no, a, please don't. What an awful. Please, I allow. No, I, it's, it's interesting. We growing up, we had <laughs> growing up, we had peyote and uh, growing in our. Oh my god! My really? Stepdad had like little peyote cactus in our backyard, but I never tried. It. I never. Who was any. doing the peyote? Uh, well, I don't know that he ever did it, but my stepdad had. He grew them. So and he sold grew, them. No. It was just sort of personal. But the thing about peyote for me was always like, if you take peyote, strap in. That is a week. That is a week's vacation. Wait, really? That is not like, it doesn't just go through your system. Like, m- mushrooms will be like, I don't know, a day or an afternoon or something. Peyote is like, you're tripping for days. Really? Yeah, apparently. I mean, I've never done it, but that's what, wow. he, that's what I was told. So uh, I was always a little scared of that. When that Native American jumped into Jim Morrison's body, I think it, he had been on peyote. Well, and as I understand yeah. it, he was with him his whole life. Yeah, yeah. he kept popping up everywhere. That right? sounds right. Yeah, I think that was true, actually. Oh, you talking about the Lizard King? <laughs> he could do anything. <laughs> hey, <laughs> what is everybody? Is everybody in? Or Mr. Mojo Ryzen? Oh, <laughs> when he came up with Mr. Mojo Ryzen, was he just like? fucking strap this rocket to my back because it is happening hey guys get in here let's record i got an idea wait is mr mojo rising supposed to be morrison it's yeah, a genogram it's, it's a, yeah i never realized oh, that mm-hmm. uh, i honey. never and i read five to one or well that no scene, one here gets out alive that scene didn't all, make it no into one here all gets all out alive stuff, not five man. to one is that I, I, they're all probable names. Yeah, yeah. I also read Riders on the Storm. I yeah, think. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, they had a whole scene in the Doors movie about him coming up with Mister Mojo. No. Really? They should have. They should have. Yeah, yeah that's what everyone's watching for. Um, oh man, the Doors. Daniel. Hate him. Mm. Yeah. I have a note here. Mm-mm. Daniel's. Oh right. Fart story. <laughs> <laughs> this is, it's a Christmas fart story. Oh. Let's hear it. Uh, well. Uh, I was at Home Depot with Owen and I was looking I needed to buy because uh the fucking Christ- oh, no. Here we the go. fucking Christmas lights I have every year uh we have trees that are pre-strung summer lights go out I've been unsuccessful in ever it, ever fixing the problem I mm. can never find the bulb I never fixed it and now this year it's been even worse. And it, consu- have- it he cannot have peace well, until now he our- finds the bulb, and he has this device that is supposed to. Beep. Well, so I have a. Just- let's not get into the fucking weeds in this, <laughs> but it's just like let's just say it's like I watched a video and they're like, if you get a you know circuit a, like a, uh, it's like a non-touch circuit finder so you can trace a circuit with it and it goes beep 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 beep, you know and then you can see where the disconnect is oh I see. by the way didn't work but wait i'm sorry is this one of these lights from like the 1950s that like when one goes out they all go out after that's all you can get if you don't get led well even led like the only ones that don't do that are ones that are are parallel circuits but you can't fucking find those anymore really? the only thing is talk. <laughs> new segment new segment Listen, it, it it's the bane of my fucking existence but anyway so i go to home depot because i needed to get one of these like and they're all locked up so i'm in the electrical section the worst they're all locked up no one no employees anywhere to be found so i go to around the corner and there was a um wait was it owen was with me or elliot i can't remember 
I think it was Elliot. Oh, Elliot was me. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I find an employee. I'm like, hey, you know, I need. And he's like, you need someone from electrical to get something. So we go back to the aisle, and it was just like <sighs> the fucking stinkiest fart. <laughs> had it was just like sitting in the aisle, like just not yours though. Well, so no, I mean, like, well, I'm walking through, and it was like someone pooped in the fucking aisle. Wow! Finally, I see someone, and, and Elliot's just like, <laughs> oh my god, and I'm just like, oh Jesus, someone like fucking walked through here and just crop dusted and left us. So we go down, we find the guy, come back, walk through it. Elliot's still like gagging. I'm like, <laughs> um, I'm like, I'm telling him like, yeah, you know, Elliot, someone must have just like, you know, farted here. We'll get through it. We tried to rush him through it. Finally, <laughs> he finishes. We like rush out of the aisle. Uh, we go, we go back to the car and I do a little too. It was me. <laughs> It was me. I'd forgotten. Uh, <laughs> it had been me all along. Uh, I <laughs> had ha- I'd, I'd made something the night before that was new, and it messed with that gut biome. Oh, in was a way. it your impossible? Well, because it's like you know how beans? you can fart and kind of oh. know. Like I know what my farts are. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like this was not this is a foreign fart. It's also a, like must have been just a small amount, but with a power. I have reached the age where who the fuck knows? <laughs> yeah, but oh, that's amazing. It was not. This was like an alien fart. Oh. This was not <laughs> familiar. It was you know what I mean? Like the fucking it didn't it didn't line up. I remember the day that my daughter like went online in her brain, like that she got online with like being able to sniff out a fart. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, like there was like years where I would like blow air, and she'd just be like, "Who cared? Didn't know the difference, yeah. kind of." Yeah. You know, like well, they at, sit there with with poop strapped to their butt right? in a diaper. So, yeah, I know, yeah. yeah. They, they can They have no no standing. Yeah, they. they and then one day <laughs> I would just remember talking? going like, "Ugh," and, she, and I was like, "Oh, she knows." Well, it, you could say, "Oh, oh, do you have a problem?" She who sh- literally shat in the living room for several years of her life. <laughs> you think you're better than me? Yeah, and I got it. Got in her face about right. it. Right? No, yeah, yeah. Gross. That's so funny. That's amazing. She attained I mean, sentience. <laughs> you know, it really was one of those markers of age. I think. Did, did you admit to it to Elliot? Hell no. <laughs> okay, so you just in your with yourself were like, like, oh. <laughs> roll down the windows. Oh so yeah! Funny. Sometimes when we're driving, it'll suddenly get incredibly windy because Daniel has decided the windows have to go down. Well, what probably that's a kindness. Yeah, thank you. That's I a mercy. So. I guess so. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I I went on a road trip with a friend and his family when I was in junior high to Texas, and they had one of those like long station wagons uh-huh. where you could those old school ones where the back you face backwards yeah mm-hmm. so we were sitting back there and he was ripping farts all the way from like el paso all the way to tucson and these uh, to this day i am haunted by the memory of these farts and that ended my fucking friendship because i we're talking like six to eight hours of fucking smelling these farts you bailed like, the friendship after not i didn't want to but every time <laughs> Every time I saw him, now it was like encoded in how I see him. It was like I just see a disgusting fart. He was like, that's what he was. He was like, he was that to me. I didn't want to be around. It made me ill to be around him. His family took you on a trip. I know they were so nice to me. They were so nice. 
uh, but I couldn't. I, I I'm sorry, but that I can't is, be your friend anymore. Did you say? No, I'm not saying you should have, but had you? Did you say anything at the time? I, I was. Did you try to set a boundary? I was oh, begging are. him to stop. <laughs> <laughs> he was laughing so hard. I'm sure he enjoyed. It was worth lo- losing the friendship yeah, for those memories. Like, I'm sure he right now is on a podcast going. I had this guy that I, I actually farted out of my life. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I I definitely think it's an accomplishment that you should be. Yeah. Proud it's of. remarkable. Yeah. Elliot and Owen. I'm realizing they think farts are funny, but they haven't started weaponizing them yet. Oh yeah, that, they oh, don't man. really fart on command. It's true. They haven't. I feel like Elliot might not. Owen will for sure. Well, yeah. he'll he'll do it if he knows it bothers anybody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. <laughs> Elliot does have some stinky farts though. Oh yeah, li- listen. Oh, Sam, take Sam, after their mom. What? <laughs> that story. This story doesn't. Your story does. Mine not. was a story because of how unusual it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's why so. it's a story. Otherwise, who cares? You I know? guess you're right. I hadn't thought of it that way. Oh. Um, I need to talk about a delicious snack, but I feel like I need like a bit of a, cle- space. a bit of, yeah, let's, oh, you know what? Let's say hello and welcome to the new patrons. Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people out there. Hello, and welcome to Teresa Vasquez. Hi, Teresa. She's at the texting level, and she opted for an annual subscription. Hello to Tammy Vale. Hello to Anna Q. Hello to S. DeShazer or DeShazé, also at the texting level. Hello to Chris Maples, and hello to Teresa Palumbo or Palumbo. Welcome. Hope you're enjoying all the Patreon stuff. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon. Okay. I want to talk to you guys about Kudo Popcorn. Todd, Daniel, and I, and the mm-hmm. kids just went to town on that popcorn before the show. Tell me. I'm sorry you got left out, Tony. Yeah, thanks. There, I, ha- I have more of it inside, though. Are you looking for a snack that's not only delicious, but also packed with protein to power your day? Look no further than Kudo Popcorn. Kudo Popcorn's revolutionary cooking method allows each bag of popcorn to have 10 grams of whey protein isolate. Make your joke, Daniel. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no, there's so much whey. There is so much whey. In every bag while still tasting absolutely delicious. Trying to humiliate me. <laughs> yes, you heard that right. 10 grams of protein in every bag is equivalent to two eggs. And for the moms out there, this is a delicious snack you can share with your kids. Guilt free kudo protein popcorn is perfect heat around when you or your little ones need a protein boost in your day and then they also have snack size one ounce bags packed with five grams of protein uh, if you're on the go say goodbye to those sugary empty calorie snacks and for a limited time get 25 percent off their entire order <laughs> two o's in order <laughs> order get 25 percent off their entire order with code best friend at kudo snacks Com. So they have three flavors. There's garlic parmesan, white cheddar, and salty sweet kettle corn. Uh, and I thought, and you did too, Todd, yep. that the kids were going to go for the salty the sweet, sweet kettle corn yeah, as I their like. favorite. They were all delicious. They liked the garlic parmesan the best, yeah. although Owen called it garlic parmesan. And then Elliot asked me why I was pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> um, I think that I like the white cheddar best. But really, I like them all. It was hard for me to choose. I honestly choose. have no idea how it they get protein. It just it, it just looks and tastes like regular 
Yeah, you would think it would be a powdery thing, and it's not at all. It just tastes like Yeah, it's like a good version of popcorn that you buy, but it also does this thing. Yeah, it's almost like the flavor is. I mean, there is like a there is flavoring in there, but it almost seems like the flavor it's like infused with flavor. Mm -hmm. Like like a lot of cheese flavored popcorn does have a powder. Like it didn't leave a residue on my hands. No, yeah. Like if you were at at craft service and you would just take a bite, you'd be like. This is great. You, you would you would never hit you that this is extra right. extra way going on in there. That's right. Uh, Gluten free, preservative free, hundred percent whole grain, keto friendly. Has only seventy calories per cup and is made right here in the USA. You'll be amazed how Kudo popcorn has somehow made your favorite healthy snack even tastier and healthier. For a limited time, my listeners get an exclusive 25% off discount when they use the code BESTFRIEND at kudosnacks.com. That's 25% off with code BESTFRIEND at kudo, K-U-D-O, snacks.com. Treat yourself to a snack that understands your lifestyle and join the kudo movement. Todd, I couldn't believe you were actually saying popcorn. Peacorn? Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you normally call it? <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> it's the world's dumbest nickname because it doesn't save any time. So <laughs> when did you start calling it Peacorn? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I must, I don't, I, I've just been around the house. I always be like, make some Peacorn. <laughs> <laughs> how, you know, I know I know this, but Todd and Tony, how do you guys know each other? We actually, the first time we met, we were both in a music video together. Oh, is that like, when we met? Then? Yeah. We didn't uh, know each other yet? No, I'd never met you at that wow. point. It was this uh, this comedy music duo called Paul and Storm. Uh, they needed, they're uh, just two guys, and then they needed like a, they were shooting a video, and they wanted kind of like an 80s looking band behind them. And uh, yeah, we were both members, and Matt Gorley was also That's right, one yeah. of the band members. Yeah. 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 That was where, we, that was like 20, 13 or 14 probably i feel like i'd heard about you because you were floating around and yeah the word gets out around that's me. <laughs> you were floating around in like the podcast world i guess or like people i knew yeah, knew maybe a stuff. little bit yeah like you knew matt and yeah 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 gorley mm-hmm. yep yeah i knew gorley already a little bit yeah yeah so yeah. yeah that's and then i came to your house for a christmas party yeah well i remember we ran into each other shortly after at largo something mm. at largo and at the time, I think you asked me to play drums in your band. <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> Which band was that? Probably Holy Fever. I think so. Was it? Yeah. 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 That, I always look in for a drummer. <laughs> <laughs> well, most people are. Yeah. They got to find a drummer. Yeah. And so then what happened? <laughs> then then we, we just kind of... Yeah, I don't remember. You had me as a guest. Uh, you, Sarah that, and I went over as, as guests one oh, time yeah, on your you podcast both, when you right. were doing it without me. Oh, yes. you started Felice Navi Pod. Yeah, it was Without, just me at oh, first. For I didn't a long time, that. yeah. Yeah, a year. For, you know what's funny is like that whole thing, I was thinking about it the other day. Didn't in my head it went on for so long. Yeah, it was, and like, it was like four years maybe. That's a long but, time. But it was there was also like some breaks in there though. That's too, like eighty and, seasons of a podcast. <laughs> I know. But Seemingly. it hit me because I've been doing bizarre albums for yeah. four years or over four years now. And I was like, wait, I've been doing that longer than I did. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah. Yeah, time was different then. Yeah. yeah. As we get older, it's like four years is like. Yeah. 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 So you were doing a solo. And then how did you start having Todd as your co-host? I think I'd st- kind of stopped doing it for a while. And then I kind of was like, eh, I wouldn't mind doing it again, but I didn't want to do it by myself. Mm-hmm. And we were hanging out a bunch. And uh, 
and we were doing this other podcast at the time oh, that's too. Because was. <laughs> uh, was I me? Did I pitch you on that? Yeah. Okay. That's what was it? We. It was your idea. You that's right. I'll take blame. The blame for it. It, it was. Uh, do you know this podcast uh, that that um, Scott Ackerman and Adam Scott podcast that you talking, talking you two to, to me? Yeah. yeah, it was like my favorite. I so couldn't good. believe it. So it's good. so dumb. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It hit me exactly in the right spot. <laughs> right. And I was my like, my favorite is name is you spring and springsteen on my bean <laughs> so stupid but the show is like they, they'll start out like this is the encyclopedic like thing about you two we're going to teach you everything about you two and then they will not talk about you two for an hour and a half <laughs> just, they are just fucking joking and being nuts just riffing yeah uh, those two idiots together it's my favorite it's good and i i was like so into it and i i told tony i was like let's do a podcast you and me this is yeah this is before felice navi pod yeah that that uh i was like let's do a podcast that was that's um called you you two talk about that podcast. about that oh, podcast. <laughs> wait i knew about this i <laughs> think you two talking you two to me too you know what's funny is brian diaz texted me the other day he was like what was the name of your and todd's podcast Not and i chance. was like i can't remember the there's exact no bit. way i it was, I, it was you two talking you two to me too? That's what it was. Yes. <laughs> yes. But that's it had an answer yes in it. I, I wish... I remember I, this. I wish in hindsight it would have been you two talking you talking you two to me too. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I wished it was. Maybe it would still be together if it happened. I think that's the pro- been the problem the whole time. So you talked about their podcast. We that's would brilliant. go on and talk about their yeah. episode of the podcast. Um, yeah. And we never talked about it. Yeah, it was much like their Just show. Like their show. Did they ever acknowledge <laughs> it? Did they know about it? Uh, uh, we they... got a cease and desist on the logo. <laughs> Oh, really? We just stole their really? logo essentially uh, and put our faces on it, and they were like, "Can it's fine that you're doing this? Can you please change your yeah. logo? It's ridiculous." Uh, they were they were nice enough about yeah. it, yeah, yeah. But they were like, "Yeah, just change that logo." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah I was all I know is they parlayed that podcast into meeting you two several times yeah. and getting into basically every show they do. Bono had a, like a one man limited thing on Broadway or something, and Scott got. I mean, like, god damn. Yeah, they become buddies with you two. Yeah. that means you should be able to go to everything Scott and Adam do. Yeah, yeah. that's how I feel. It's frustrating that it didn't work out yeah. for us. I, I, I thought to my, I kept thinking. You know, they came and graced your dumb podcast. The least you could do uh-huh. is come on. You and grace your dumb podcast. Yeah, and grace ours. Mm-hmm. Now, Tony. <laughs> you know oh, you wait. know Scott, right? A little bit? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, like, like, if like I well, see, but if if I see, see him, it's other. like a nod. But, like, mm. he must know that it existed. Uh, yeah, I, th- I feel like he, he said something to me about it once. Yeah, I think so. A long time <laughs> like, ago. Please stop. <laughs> yeah, it's almost embarrassing. Like, I kind of don't want him to know about it. <laughs> I think, I think, uh... It was. It, I think it had to do with the logo changing because I think I happened to see him shortly after we got that email, and I maybe I said something and he was like, he's like, oh no, he's like, just have fun. Okay, and, cool. Yeah, he was cool about it. Yeah. yeah. Now, how did you vet Todd to make sure he was the appropriate, appropriately Christmassy? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, he's not. He hates Christmas. <laughs> Wait, really? Oh. oh my god, I, I didn't know the central tension of the podcast. Yeah. Well, I see someone hasn't listened. <laughs> To Feliz Navidad. Somebody who was, was on it. Oh, really? Wait, was that like front and center? Your hatred Yeah, that was the oh. bit. That was like you had the... a catchphrase. <laughs> Blah humbudge. <laughs> That's right. I had we had merch. <laughs> That's right. Um yeah, uh that I, I've since calmed my Christmas hatred down. I'm fine with it now. Yeah. But is, is it was it having a kid that, that changed? I it? think probably. Yeah. I was actually thinking about that yeah. earlier today. <laughs> 
<laughs> Does Todd love Christmas now? <laughs> no, I really did wonder. I was like, oh, he has a kid now. I wonder if he feels differently. About yeah, it. I'm like, I'm, I'm much more okay with it than I had been. But yeah, at the time, I was like, I just, it was so much hype and made the world harder. Like getting through Christmas, like December, just like more stuff to do. It was like, it, yes, it's already hard. And then I'm like, I gotta go buy presents for everybody. What's going on? So I was, I was against it. And then, and there's also like the weight of like, what if I get the wrong present? Let somebody down. Yeah. Like it puts my, my, uh, uh, people uh, people pleasing on mm-hmm. at risk. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, luckily my wife is as chill as can be. She is made it doable because she's kind, but, but yeah. Uh, so, but that was the bit. Yeah. The bit was Tony loved Christmas enough to do a year round Christmas podcast. Mm-hmm. And I disliked Christmas. Mm. Yeah. And I just, it was just like a good excuse for us to hang out. Yeah. We had a yeah. good time. We had yeah. great guests and yeah, yeah, we did. I think you had just had Elliot when you came I on. I think so. I mean, like just. Maybe. That sounds right. That, and Sarah was pregnant. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah. That's right. Yeah. Was that in Echo Park? It was, yeah. That yeah. was at our house in Echo Park, yep. It was like up some stairs, right? Yep. It was like, that. yeah, oh, we had stairs. a... stairs. <laughs> nothing like our new house. Our, where we live now is have a roof? all stairs. Yeah, it had a, a, a the roof. two roofs, uh, one basement. You had a double roof? Double roof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I recall there being a kitchen and some furniture. <laughs> Sounds was, like a house. Yeah. No way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had... That, that place was really great. It was tiny, but it was good vibes in that place. Yeah. Felt good there. I miss it. I like. I often drive through Echo Park, and I'm kind of sad. Like, really? Yeah, we were not watering. Your house is great. You it was now, my new house. Yeah, it's fine for a house. It's just like it's far <laughs> from everybody. Well, yeah, the the location. Oh, you don't like your location? Yeah, yeah. I oh, I kind of like Atwater. Is it not? Oh, oh, no, Atwater is great. We were there yesterday, and I, we left Atwater to go back to our house, and I was like, mm. Oh, yeah. He's in El Sereno. Oh, yeah. I thought you said he was in Atwater. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's a it's like thirty minutes away from everything. You know, like it's uh, Los Feliz is fifteen minutes from everything. If you live in Los Feliz, everything's fifteen mm-hmm. minutes. Yeah. I don't understand how it works. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but like Silver Lake is twenty, twenty five, and uh like where we are, thirty minutes, thirty to forty five from everywhere. It's a weird feeling to drive past places you used to live. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I'm always very tempted. But then I, it almost feels like doing a creepy drive-by of like an ex-boyfriend or something. Like I don't want to be seen doing this. Have you ever gone to a place you used to live and then park outside at night and just watch them all night through their window? <laughs> no, have no. you? I, no, of course not. That's weird. But you know, Why would you do that when you but, know when you're like <laughs> you get your binoculars because sometimes you can't see that well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, I remember when I was young, my mom grew, uh, like lived in San Francisco and then they moved somewhere else in the Bay. But going with her to the apartment she had grown up in and like knocking on the door and like going in and like the people giving us a tour. And I assume she, it, we must have just been like randomly knocking like, hi, I used to live here. I wanted to show my daughter. Could I see this place? No one would ever let you do that now. Yeah. And no one would ever do that now. That's a crazy thing to do. I think yeah. if like a you know, a family showed up yeah. with a kid, um, and be like, I grew up here, I would be like, Oh, that's delightful. This used to be your bedroom, but knowing who used to live here, I would <laughs> like the cops showed up one time and they're like, um, have you got any mail from so and so who used to live here? Like they were looking for someone. So No, I'm no, not sure. they didn't say that. They were asking 
They didn't realize that the person used to live here, I don't think. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. I don't know. what. It, whatever. The people who used to live here were uh, being uh, looked Criminal. for. They were, they were trying to find them. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. There was some crazy... And it seems like such a nice little house now. Yeah. But apparently there was like crazy shit that went on here. Yeah, this, this studio, they used to rent out mm-hmm. as like an apartment. This little... Like, can Did you, it have it, a bathroom in it? I think it's... It, there's definitely like... Hookups, hookups yeah uh, really there mm-hmm. used to be like th- we busted out the walls but it was even smaller in that there was like a room and a room yeah, it's, oh it's, my god those, yeah. i thought those were just like storage closets no someone lived in like a yes four by six <laughs> area yes That's i could crazy. do i could do that now I think. <laughs> it's so cozy it's so small and cozy yeah, it's actually expansive. It uh, feels great. In here. It's like a yeah. It's for, in New York, it'd go for like six thousand dollars a month. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, right. Seriously. Yeah. Um, I think it is time to do podcast pals product picks. Podcast pals product picks. <laughs> Catchy. <laughs> is that you? No, uh, I wish. I want that, that is to Robin be you. Shore. Oh, yeah, she's the best. She's the best. Um, Todd, do you happen to have a? product pick come back to. to me i do and i forgot okay. it <laughs> I have, you have one. one let's hear it yeah i didn't put it on my list but i shall okay um to any aspiring writers out there or writers who aren't still aspiring but have made it have yeah um i highly recommend david milch's uh autobiography uh i forget what it's called it's like my i forget but uh, look for it. David Milch. He wrote and created NYPD Blue and Deadwood. And he is, his life is fascinating, but it's a really great uh, it's a really great autobiography. He's writing it right on the event horizon of total uh, like uh, dementia and Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's really poignant and moving as he's experiencing the loss of his mind and reflecting but he's also an incredible teacher and has i i saw him speak at the writers guild years ago the the wisdom about writing and how to write has been the you could read a, a thousand books save the fucking cat all that bullshit that, <laughs> is that the title save the fucking cat this guy to me this he's got the best absolutely the best advice for writers and uh it's really sad uh alzheimer's is really sad for anybody who's experienced it and uh you kind of get this really inside so it's deeply personal anyway great book highly recommend it hmm. all right tony do you happen to have one uh, yeah, I was thinking about it. I'll, I'll, I'm going to do two because one's real dumb and quick. wonderful. Uh, <laughs> so simple and so dumb, but with all the uh, Christmas decorations up at home, I I get way too excited by timers. <laughs> Light the lights on timers. Yeah. Like every night when it's that time, I like it's like <laughs> exciting when I see them go on. So that that's all. It just brings me some joy every day. I now. love that. Yeah. Uh, it's like one firework, like a firework <laughs> show that is really toned down. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Oh, that's it. <laughs> oh, you haven't been inside. There's a lot of them going oh, on. Oh, yeah? yeah? Oh, yeah. Uh, we literally have like seven strings of battery-operated lights I believe that inside. about you. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
And then uh, the other one I was going to say is uh, actually something that's been a uh, sponsor on this show. Mm. Uh, we bought a while back a Lomi. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is uh, the food the composter thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Food in, and it turns y- your food into dirt. And, you have uh, one? You yeah. guys have one too? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. It's uh, it's really cool. It's just, I don't understand it at all. I'll, and it's quiet, right? Yeah, it's pretty quiet. Um, and it's, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's another thing that just like, even though it's minor, like, it makes me feel good that I'm doing yeah. it. It's, uh, and yeah, so we try to be good about saving leftovers and like, all right, we'll save them. And then if we're not going to eat, even if it's just little scraps, like throw them all in there. And yeah, feels good to be doing the right thing. Nice. How often do you run it? Not that, uh, maybe once a week, every two weeks, maybe mm. something like that. Yeah. Not too crazy. It's just the two of us. So there's not yeah. a ton of food. Yeah. Cool. I'm like way interested in that. It's really cool. I We yeah. we looked into those things. Like it just seems, yeah. The, you know, the green bin now is uh, is uh, compost. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like sarah's got in our trash like another bag in our trash bag that i have to not put things oh, yeah. in on accident yeah. and that's like and then she takes it down you have to dump it's just like you can't like paper bag will it'll just rot through or like wet through soak through and then it, so you have to have like plastic and dump it in like that is so much more yeah. efficient I, I, i'm very interested in that. uh do you ever feel guilty that you're putting worms out of work though <laughs> you know <laughs> so true because there's so many out there looking for they're gonna strike Purpose. at your house. I didn't even think of that. You're the AI of worm worm world. Damn. That's gonna lead to less birds around too. They're gonna pick, yeah. they're gonna start picketing your house. Little worm picket line. <laughs> oh I mean, God. that sounds adorable. It's, it's so cute. All these little slimies from Sesame Street. <laughs> yes. Did you see that Jordan Peterson? Uh, he like retweet Sesame Street. That what was it? Car- the the wormy from slimy. Sesame slimy. There's a picture of Slimy. It's like happy birthday, Slimy, and and he he quotes me. He's like, oh fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? Jordan Peterson said that. Yeah. It's like why are you? Why? Oh, is he being the grouch? No, he was like angry at Sesame Street and oh. Slimy. It's like weird. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Sorry, that was a tangent. But do you have one, Todd? Um, yeah. So this is a, a dumb. You probably have this. Uh, um, I th- I think, but I don't know. I I, I have a uh, a compressor that I bought. That's a Dewalt makes like a little handheld like carryable compressor mm-hmm. that like an air compressor. Uh, thank you. Yes, air compressor that I use for like my tire the tires in our car. So we have an electric car, and you don't go to the gas station. Mm-hmm. So things like tire Phillips, like you just don't go. Mm-hmm. So I I bought this thing, and I I use it so much more regular th- than I thought I would. I do the tires in the car or like a blow up mattress or like a, we got a blow up pool over the summer for Sam, like anything like that you need air. It's, it's, you can't believe how much you use it. Yeah. And it's a DeWalt air compressor. DeWalt makes it. I think everyone, you know, if you have like Makita stuff or I think everyone makes one now, mm-hmm. but it's a portable air compressor. Yeah. They're just yeah. like a little hit. We keep, I keep it in the back of the car. If something goes sideways, we can fill it up. That's nice. When go, getting, Air at the gas station is one of my least favorite activities because you get gross. You have to bend yeah. over a lot. I don't like to move. Um, <laughs> you can't trust the pump, the pressure gauge on the thing. I'm afraid I'm going to lose the little things that go on the, uh, what's it called? The valve, yep. the valve yep. caps. 
It's a, a whole lot, mess. A lot of a lot also, of Also, do we even need valve caps? That I I will never know. Yeah. I feel like I've heard both ways. <laughs> right. Like I, like there can't it can't be that the air just leaks because of the dumb plastic cap. I can't imagine that's what's hold that's between always, you right? and <laughs> flat tires. <laughs> yeah, I've never thought about it, but I I'm realizing that I always assumed it was like I think to it's dissuade like hooligans from like going you know? But they could just do that. I know it's a, it's one of those things I never I never yeah. uh, interrogated that. I feel thought. like it's almost like cosmetic, right? That's what that's like. I what are know. we hiding? I that know. I right. guess like something could fly in and hit the little the valve butthole. Oh yeah, like a woodpecker could go. We have a big air compressor, but I like the idea of one you could put in the back of your car. It's pretty dreamy. That's it's, great. The other thing is, like you said, like you can't trust that thing at the gas station. That that, right. that motherfucker, he's telling you you get twenty five parts per inch or whatever. Fuck that shit. Yeah. A PSI. So th- this thing has like you dial it in. You go like hit hit it to forty. Oh really? Oh. Yeah, yeah. You just tell oh, it. Oh my god! It's hey it's bro, like go a, to forty, and it's like, like a yep. Keurig of air <laughs> securing <a> bear <laughs> you put a little pot in yeah oh <laughs> imagine if you did that how cute is that <laughs> it works yeah i just push it and then i just kick back for two minutes while it fills up bad oh it's super badass <laughs> some guy tried to fight me and i showed it to him he was like all right bro yeah. i'm out yeah because what if you have one of those what else is going on that's right right you don't know what else is in there yeah <laughs> don't mess with that guy trust this dude <laughs> I'm trying to think of something that I want to shout out. Yeah, you put everybody else on the spot. What about you? <laughs> I know. Well, <laughs> what? What do you got? Weird this aggression. Product? I know. I know. It's it's fun to be aggressive randomly. Yeah. Uh, Keep everyone on their toes. Out of the blue. Yeah. I mean, I've talked at length about this in my Instagram stories, but I will share it here as well. Uh, it's the Braun IPL Silk Pro. And it is a hair removal device that you do at home. So I was, I was like very late to the laser hair removal trend. I remember when I lived in Costa Mesa after college, my roommates were hairless. These were some sleek ladies. They were and slipping it, all around. They, <laughs> <laughs> no, no air resistance. <laughs> they just hang. Yeah, they had to. We had to install. Yeah. you know things on the wall. Um, no, like it was handles. Yes, handles. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> subway straps. That's right. Get, uh, and a lot of their friends also. And I, I just didn't. I didn't do it at the time. I've actually never done laser hair removal. And then recently, maybe like eight months ago, let's say, I was like, "It's time. I'm going to do it. I'm tired of trying to shave my armpits and." feeling con- like I'm not you I can't even get to the hair and I'm scratching the shit out of my arms um so I was gonna do it but it's like multiple appointments and it's not cheap and so then I looked online and I saw that you can buy this device for home and I asked people does this work on Instagram it's where I do my work uh and a lot of people said yes so I bought it I thought I'm just going to give it a go because I don't want to have to drive to a place over and over and over and it works it's crazy it like takes Does it hurt? No it doesn't hurt but there's on the one I have there's three different levels and the highest level is like a, it's like a little snappy it's a little bit warm mm-hmm. it's kind of like a zap but you know what a giant puss I am the biggest of all time. And I'm able to do it. So I would say between two, you've got pussy feet. (laughs) 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 Rarely get to use that one. I had to. It took about, so I did it like once or twice a week, which is what the directions say 
for maybe like between two and three months. And then like now I do a little upkeep, but it's like the hair's life changing. Yeah. Amazing. I initially was just going to do my armpits and my upper lip because, you know, I've got a real Mm -hmm. handlebar mustache. now. I don't have a lot of hair up there, but I just still like I have more than I feel that as a lady I would like to have. I think that's too much information. (laughs) We all do. (laughs) Um, And then I'm like, I'm going to do my legs, too. Look at you. So anyway, the way let's say you want to see all of these things. I have a shop within my Amazon shop that is that says guest product picks, guest products, guest recommendations, something like that. And it's got all the product picks. So go to my link tree bio. I mean, my link tree. Go to my link tree. (laughs) Like a well-oiled machine. It's in my Instagram bio. And then you'll see there's like a tab there for guest picks. And that is how you get to everything. Okay. Does anyone have a just me or everyone? I have some ones that listeners sent in. So let's hear this. Yeah. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Okay. Give me a moment. That well, thing sounds like a like a uh, uh, like a sitcom, like a '90s sitcom. Yeah, sounds theme. It so. does. Like when they come back from commercial, it's like yeah. dun dun dun. <laughs> Full on. Okay. Um. Let's see. Every year when the weather turns cold, I get dry flakes, dry skin flakes around my nose, and I always think everyone sees it and assumes I'm doing cocaine. Just me or everyone. That certainly is not just no. you. But I always assume people will think if there's any like flakage around my nostrils, I assume people will think it's boogers. That that's yeah. be more. I never think drugs. Yeah. I, well, I don't know of any big flaky drugs. Well, it could be small flakes. <laughs> cocaine like small cocaine like flakes. Is it does cocaine come in flakes? <laughs> Come in flakes. <laughs> now it depends. Like you can a, get it in chunks and flakes and um You like that coarse you get the coarse cocaine? Yeah, cor- <laughs> coarse grind. How do you like your cocaine? Yeah. I never I never know from drugs like uh like people will be acting weird and I'm like, that person's really excited and they're like, That person's on cocaine. <laughs> Anyone who in the world who's not me. Yeah. Well nowadays no, it's like yeah. it's just oh, are they on Adderall? Mm. You know, there's a lot of people where, but they like, aren't because they can't get it now, right? Well, they can't, can't no. get the Adderall. So wait, what? Just to go back to that for a second, what's happening for everyone who does need those meds, or is it back? Is it back in stock? I, it seems to be. Although I, I do usually have to wait a little bit, but it hasn't been the last time I did it. I think it was only a couple of days I had to wait. The thing that makes me uh, need that medication is the thing that prevents me from being able to with anything in the way get that medication mm. like getting so you're just diagnosis, like well i'm done yeah i can't i like the, the climbing that mountain forget it yeah, i did well, it once I, I can't do it again well that's the annoying thing is that a pharmacy would be out and like your doctor can't send it to right. multiple mm-hmm. or th- and so like if like if i needed it quickly i literally would have to like call pharmacies and be like do you have this uh seems impossible yeah, yeah. and there's just so and it's, yeah. it was just a supply chain thing or, or yeah there was yeah a bunch of people got diagnosed at the same time and then they ran out essentially um they didn't make enough the uh allison's convinced i have 
some form of ADHD. Sometimes I think you do, yeah. And I was tempted to get a diagnosis, and then I thought, like, I'm I'm worried that I'll like it too much at all. <laughs> like, I don't want to like it too much. I like those kind of stimulants are, I think, a danger for me. So for you, yeah, just I think uh, they're too appealing. But I think if you really need it, then it like just kind of well. That's the thing. So it's yeah, like, it I guess the worry out, is right? it, it like not only helps me focus in on things but honestly it really helps uh like depression stuff for yeah. me as well That's... it's like combined with my antidepressants i take right uh, but yeah it does it kind of gives me this just like little bit not like anything crazy but i just get this like little lift that i don't normally have i think what i like about it is that it helps me focus but like but isn't that what i mean is that bad i don't know i, I just Maybe I should. I lo- when I was on it, someone, I yeah. was crushing at work. I could get so much <laughs> done. It was awesome. Or are you not anymore? Because you can't. I can't get it. And then I, I, on, I know this sounds crazy, but I like learned that I could. I, this sounds stupid. I learned I could do it. Kind of. You could. That do, it was could... in me. I knew what it felt like yeah. to hit that. It's so I could manufacture it naturally somehow. Uh, it helped me see it, and then now I'm way down the hill again. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, but yeah, and I'm also like, I think I'm having. I also am panicked about my health all the time, so I think mm. I'm my heart. I like worry about taking it. Yeah, with my yeah. Heart. I worry yeah. about that too. So I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I, I wish there was like another thing that wasn't a stimulant that didn't. Right, make I, me racy. I keep hearing about Vivance is I've like a newer that. one, and apparently it is better for your heart. Really? Yeah. Uh, and that's I, for ADHD. Yeah, my I was going to try it out, and then with the insurance I have, it was way too expensive. And you go to like doable. a real psychiatrist. Yeah, so I went to like I went to a psychologist. My psychologist was the one who's like, "Oh, you have oh. this," but because he's not a psychiatrist, he couldn't. Mm. And I was like, "I'm gonna have to start with a psychiatrist now." Yeah, and like I called somebody. I was like, "All right, I'll do the work." And I called somebody. And I'm like, "Yeah, we don't do that." Like it was like. ADHD it was sort of like a joke at the time. Like, yeah, we don't mm-hmm. even talk to people about that. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I, it's so frustrating because, like, I know I'm dealing with something, mm-hmm. it, but it feels like I'm being gaslit or something. Yeah, yeah. that does sound rough. You can even talk to like a regular, just like a general doctor. But that's oh too. yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm fixing to go to one this week. Maybe I'll ask him. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I have I don't have a doctor. Hmm. Anything how that takes find, an appointment. But you have an appointment. My wife set me up an appointment because I'm four. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I just can't with that. Like I look the at same. like make an it, appointment. Forget it. I it took. I it, I only just finally went to the doctor after years. I just it couldn't. I couldn't motivate to do it. Ugh. I'm a baby. I go like if, if the urgent care is great because I'm like oh great I go in and they're waiting for me to come in there and then I leave. That's it. Great. I'll go when I need. Fine. But yeah, the idea of making an appointment waiting like weeks, come on. Yeah. Can't but but I forgot the the perk of going to a GP for a general uh checkup is that someone gets to uh fondle your balls. Oh yeah. I I, I feel like yeah. Every year I've been like, Oh, I'm still too young and I'm like I'm coming out yeah. at the I'm probably going whole hog here. Yeah. Yeah. I go in there, I drop trial and I go, give me the works. <laughs> yeah, I think. <laughs> and then do they ask you to cough? I or just start it... coughing and then it's just like, 
<laughs> put the fingers wherever, fondle the whatevers. Let's do this. You know, really though, is it to, is it checking for a hernia or something, or is it just general ball checkage? The ball, well, that's for cancer, for testicular cancer. Oh. But the cough thing is for a hernia, though, right? The coughing. Uh, I don't. No one's ever asked so. me the, the prostate you... exam. They'll they'll those. I they didn't do that for me, but they didn't do a prostate exam for you. No, nah, I'm kidding. I'm joking. Oh. I didn't. Uh, although I but could have, have asked him, I have, I did have uh, prostatitis and, uh, I went into a urologist and it was this old man with thick fingers. And I'm, you know what, here's what I want to say to you going into med school. If you got the thick fingers, don't, don't go into urology. Okay. <laughs> big, big nubby, thick fingers. Not for you. <laughs> They should they should line up the students and yeah, have a like look an at the hands. Orthopedic surgeon or something. Look at the hands and go. Okay, first of all, thin fingers over here. Yeah, you go over here. You you're gonna be inserting those into buttholes. <laughs> Thick fingers. You're gonna be like a cardiologist or something. Mm. You know? <laughs> I don't know. So he he so they can put, massage that heart when they need. Yeah, to. yeah. Exactly. There you go. So he gave you a rectal exam. Well, no, he's he was. Yeah, well, yes, yeah, so rectal. He wasn't examining my rectum, though. He was examining my prostate. Right. What I mean is, through he put the, the finger rectum. in your, your butt. It was, it was, I haven't uh, done that yet. This is this will be. Oh, it's fun. <laughs> no, it's it just was, quick. Yeah, in and out. Uh, I mean, you're aware. Look, I have also. Yeah, I had it felt this. like it felt like it took ten years, <laughs> but <laughs> it like probably a, was like five seconds. You're like a different man when you left. It was like, just how yeah. did I grow this this thick beard? Yeah. Well, I was really sick, so I would have. God, I uh, would have been fine with whatever. Begging anyone to feel feel what's up there. Mm-hmm. What was your question? Uh, I didn't have a question. It was oh. a, it was a comment. I'm bringing the ladies into this. Oh. So growing up, I remember hearing that part of a gynecology exam is a finger up the butt, mm. and I was always like, "How? Like, is that awful? That sounds like it's got to be awful." And I think I was told like, mm, "It's not great, but it's fine." Mm-hmm. And then. I figured I I'm not aware of this, so I must just not be feeling it, which doesn't make any sense. And then I don't think it's standard because when I so I have you thought that maybe it was happening and you didn't know. Yeah, I don't think that's the kind of thing (laughs) that uh, you don't know about. It doesn't. I didn't understand what you meant, but yeah, I agree with I agree with Daniel. I was like, I've just never been aware of it. Every time I've been to the gynecologist, I guess I'm just like, there's there's a lot going on. You can almost define being aware by that. You can say I was as aware as having a finger up the butt. (laughs) You can almost define it. Right. (laughs) The very definition of awareness. Yes, like don't get more aware than when something is aware. Like you're awake or aware like there's a finger in your butthole. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, but then because I have endometriosis and when that was like when all that was happening and it was getting diagnosed and stuff on two separate occasions I had to have a finger up my butt you do it is the definition of aware you are very aware not painful but definite like definite I'm 100% sure there's a finger going in and I'm 100% sure the finger is leaving like very aware yeah Definitely. And the whole time, now like, I'll be thinking about this when I go to my doctor's. I don't, in there, I'm gonna be like, I'm aware of this. Yep, <laughs> I have a keen sense of awareness. Mm-hmm. Right I, my now. awareness was there, mm-hmm. but now it's down there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been brought it's back. All... And the whole time, with like, how long is this gonna last? How long is <laughs> how are we? Is this, um, you guys, yeah. women, like having to, yeah. like all the gynecological stuff. I like, my God. 
like my wife gave me a sense of what happens there and i'm just like i i can't i don't know how you guys do it it's honestly it should give every guy who's like reluctant just settle down yeah the ladies have it so much worse yeah you know Get the finger up your butt. Well, move on. Yeah. Like, what, what did she tell you? Now I'm curious. I can't even remember. I, I just, I, I think my brain blocked it out. This was a, a long time ago. And I was like, what do they do? And she, it, like, I, I, uh, in my head, it's like, like, it's like a guy, like a, a rectal exam times 10. I mean, yes, but they're <clears throat> putting all their stuff in a place that's, more forgiving than well i don't know maybe you have a really forgiving butt but <laughs> but my my butt is like jesus yeah very forgiving turn the other cheek um, yeah i'll just give i'll give a little rundown so you go in and uh you put your feet in stirrups but they're not actually stirrups they're like these like felt padded like circular oh. goblets almost you put your feet in there it's not uncomfortable oh it's felt so it's not it's not so dental as i have in my head like just steel cold steel is how it... it's like steel with like a, a felt lining i think that's okay. my sense of what i could be wrong i don't know if i've actually seen them or if that's just my sense of it and then they'll say scooch on down and you Ugh. scooch your butt down toward their face and then they put a speculum in which is this like device that holds everything open for some people that is uncomfortable they have different sizes of them and then they make awkward conversation while they do a pap smear which i think is where they take like a giant q-tip and they go actually i'm not even make that noise though no i'm not even well he's really great he goes when he does the pap smear i know exactly what he's doing yeah i'm not 100 sure it's a q-tip but i'm pretty sure uh and that is a sample of the those cells. And then they be just do like, a, there's a lot of palpating that happens. Mm. So there's like, they like put a finger inside you and then they press down on the top oh, to boy. feel various things. Um, that's basically it. Yikes. It's a lot. But again, but like you said, it's like a little more forgiving, I suppose. Like, yeah, especially after having children. Right, right, right. Did oh, man. Sarah have a C-section or? No. Okay. Yeah, so then, was... yeah, it's not comfortable, but for some people it is very uncomfortable, but I just, I don't, I don't find it to be like painful. It's just mm-hmm. like, how are we doing? Let's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> are we still doing this? You know. Mm-hmm. Also, like fundamentally, I think that area for a woman is designed for things to go in more than the butt, which is really exit only and biologically. So there's. I this, mean, you got to be careful saying that because that's there's like I'm a not rich saying, history of that being used. No, I'm not saying negatively. that. that well, obviously, I'm just saying that that when the digit gets put in that area, every part of the brain is like, no, that's the get wrong, it out. That's yeah. the incorrect direction where things go in that place. You know, just it's very like disruptive to the brain. Hmm. I mean, I think. To really get into it, I just want to say this. I have to get this off my chest. I think that I have... You've got pussy feet. (laughs) 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 When you think about it, that area can accommodate a lot if you think about like bowels and stuff. 
But in my mind, usually what I think about (laughs) (laughs) poop. Remember, he said that. But in my mind, I mean, I like poop. I think poop works. In my mind, it's like a whole doctor's finger shouldn't fit back there. But really, of course it would. I mean, when you look at a finger, like it's smaller than most of the turds I take. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Think yeah. of it that way. Yeah. That's a great way to think of it. That's what when he gets, puts on the glove and be like, that thing's smaller than a turd I'm about to take. Mm-hmm. A turd I'm about to take. <laughs> take. <by the> I'm going to take it somewhere. <laughs> if you think about it, whenever you're walking around, you're always taking your turds somewhere. That's, That's a, true. It, I. Somebody mentioned that one time. They're like, every time I poop, I think about, I've just been having that with me. It's been with me this whole time. (laughs) Until just now, I'm carrying it around with me. It's so funny. I remember, (laughs) I feel like this, whatever it is that we're talking about, body stuff, there's someone who's like, I'm out. But anyway, and this might, here we go. I had to get my wisdom teeth out. And I remember I had just started working they at Time Out. They have to do that through your face. That came through your butthole. <laughs> I knew Is that. Was what they told you? They took the scenic route. <laughs> um, I had just started working at Time Out New York, and it was almost the holidays, and I was going to be going back to Orange County to see my parents, and I was going to get my wisdom teeth out then. And I remember thinking, this is the last time these teeth will be in this office. <laughs> and it was. You didn't ask them for him afterwards. Yeah, you how do you throw know? them back? No, in I didn't. How do you know they didn't hang on to him? Who? Those teeth. Those wisdom teeth. How do I know who didn't hang on to them? Wait, this, you had them removed in the office? <laughs> no, I was sorry. I was at the office timeout New York where I was oh, working. Oh, timeout New York. Yeah, so. and I was like, "This is the last time these teeth will be in this office." <laughs> I thought you were calling your mouth the office. Wow, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I, thought, I like that a lot. That's a way better interpretation. <laughs> I really like that, and that's also true. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> the last time you're like, "Yeah, that sounds right." That's the idea. Like they were being fired. Yeah. Teeth. <laughs> you're out of here. <laughs> You give him a little box, a little what the fuck box. With, yeah. wisdom teeth. What the fuck with these guys? I know. I know. What do they they do? come in at the end and they and then they mess your mouth up. Like they burn everything's few fine. People can accommodate them, but like it feels like one of those things that I'm, before they started removing them. Now there must have been thousands of years of just impacted oh, fucking yeah. teeth, right? Because this didn't just happen. Where so. Were people's mouths getting all fucked up? People I think must that people's had. mouths must be getting like they—they they must be getting smaller. Yeah, but but not that kind of evolution doesn't no, happen in a, in a decade. Yeah, uh, or a hundred years. Yeah, isn't that? I mean, yeah, I, people must have just been in pain. Like if after, right. yeah, that's why they all died at twenty-two. Yeah, I mean, like after eighteen, must have been goddamn shit. miserable. <laughs> you know what I mean? Think about like just a root canal, which I had when I was like I don't know twenty-one. Well, if, like if you had a root canal, like, what would you have done? An abscess? Well, Sweeney yeah. Todd is to be believed that you'd go to the barber to have a tooth removed. Really? Yeah. Well, that's right. Yeah. Fucking so, barbers. Are there any yeah. wisdom teeth in this room? No, but I yeah. mine were only removed in like 2018, maybe? Oh, recent. Oh, wow. Yeah. They should have gone out long before that. Oh, right. But, uh, yeah, really? That They were like, hey, get these out of here? Um, well, the pain, uh, it would like come and go. Uh Like I would have like a day or two where it was like really bothering me and then it would just stop and then I would forget about it. Mm -hmm. And then 
a year later or whatever it was, it would happen again. And that just happened over the years. Mm. And then eventually it got to a point where it's like, okay, this is happening a lot more now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Todd, have you had your years out? Oh, they go. They, it was like high school. Mm. Yeah, right away. Same. Right high school? Uh, summer after I graduated. Mm. Teeth talk. <laughs> this is good stuff. Where, are I, you from? You're from Orange County? I am. What part? Uh, Corona Del Mar. Oh, okay. And then Costa Mesa after. Remind right. me where you're from. I'm from Virginia, but I, uh, oh, I lived in, I, I, in Orange County for a minute. But yeah, that's far. Like where I was is far from where you were. Corona Del Mar is like way far north, like 30 minutes away from where I was. No, it's south. Are you thinking of Corona? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's near Newport. <laughs> Where Showcase Theater I, is? Yeah. Corona Del Mar is like next to Newport oh, oh. Beach. No, that's what I have. That's what I have in my head. Yeah. Oh. Wait, it's way north? From where I was. I where was were like you? in like Lake Forest. Oh, yes. You're right so, Yeah, Mission Viejo. Yeah. Got it. It was a, a bit of a hike. Yes. But yeah. Still Orange County, but different Orange County. Like Costa Mesa is kind of great. Yeah. Costa Mesa is north of Corona Del North. Uh, yeah, of Corona Del Mar, though. Costa Mesa is nice. That's yeah. not where I grew up, but that's where I lived after college. Yeah. Um, that's where everyone, I think, lived after college. It was like the cool place to be. Yeah, there's a great music scene. Yeah. I, I still have friends there who are great. Yeah, I really liked Costa Mesa. Yeah. Um, it kind of made me change my mind about Orange County because growing up there, I did not like it. Right. But yeah. That's the default. That's like the story of Orange County. That's why there's a I movie so. about it. Yes. Yeah. So this, there's a movie called Orange County. Mm-hmm. With, but yeah, the Colin suburbs. Hanks. Yeah. Yeah. And Jack Black. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen it. I just know of it. It's it's a good movie. I was going to just try and keep naming cast members, but I think I'm <laughs> tapped out already. Tapped out it too. <laughs> Who's huh? the girl? Uh, oh, I do know her name. She, oh, what is her name? I think she is, she's somebody's daughter. Yeah, it's the daughter of Sissy Spacex, yes, maybe? Yes, I believe that's right. Yeah. yeah. Which every time I hear, I just hear Sissy Spacex. <laughs> every time. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I think it's it. But what's her name? Yeah, because it's not. It's, it's not, not basic, uh, and she's a musician as well. Yes, something Fink. I think I've actually seen. Oh her yeah, play. it is something Fink. Uh, so it's something Fink. Something is her first name. I can't believe you have Jack Dominique. Black and then no. two kids of stars. Not Fink. Her Skylar Fisk. Oh yes, You're close. Her father's last name is Fink, though I think. Could it be Fisk? Oh, Fisk. Fisk. No, no, no. Fisk <laughs> is correct. Yeah, Fisk. I got... The the way I remember it is uh, someone I used to know his last name was Fisk, but someone I used to know also last a different was person was Fink. And I got... No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> but you told us anyway, and I I was that. very confident in my uh, guess, and That's I was it. wrong. Guys, this has been At, too much fun. Tony, you edited it so that I was not wrong. <laughs> No problem. <laughs> this has been a great time. Todd. Thanks for having where me. Where might we find you? Get me on that Instagram if you want. It's the only place I hang out these days. And I barely post. Yeah. So do it. Do it. Get in so there. So Todd Cooper, Todd C. Cooper. I think it's what? Todd C. Cooper. I think that's right. Yeah. I'll tag you. Don't Thank worry. You. <laughs> is your band doing a Christmas show? Man, my band is quiet right now. I oh. wish. I wish we were doing a very aggressive Christmas you show. should do a Christmas <laughs> album. <laughs> We're we're getting ready to write more stuff, so yeah. Nice, Daniel. What about you? Uh, find me at Instagram at Daniel Quants and Threads. Well, I don't know. Are you up there on the Threads? A little bit. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's like all. It's hard because it's all depressing shit right now. <laughs> but uh, check out my Christmas list. Oh yeah, you can get to that by going to my link tree as well. Today, you know, it's great stuff. 
What's what was what's that? What did I miss? No, what's that look you're, you're giving me? The 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 look is I just plugged my link tree and I oh, didn't I'm spend sorry. six paragraphs explaining <laughs> it. <laughs> pride. That was link tree pride. You saw. Yeah, Tony. What about you? Instagram at Tony Thaxton. Bizarre albums every Tuesday. Motion City soundtrack on tour in the Midwest and East Coast starting oh, yeah. on New Year's Eve. Wonderful. And please subscribe to my newsletter. I'm having a ton of fun writing it. You can get to it in my link tree. And then also, uh, Todd Perry and I have a Patreon podcast called Todd and Allison After Hours. We just recorded two fun new episodes. I think it's actually Allison and Todd After Hours. You can get to that in my link tree. Just anything more for me, you know where to go. My link tree. link tree, yeah, and you can get to that by going to my Instagram bio. Maybe I should just say you should, you should oh. just go to my Instagram bio. <laughs> go to my Instagram bio. Is that better? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't feel right. Link tree in my Instagram. Mm. No, really. Oh, you're getting further away from it. <laughs> go to my Instagram bio. There you go. Where you'll find my link tree. Okay, this has been so much fun. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen.